This is the Rich Eisen Show. Blast it. Blast it. <laughs> With guest host, Andrew Siciliano. You know, one last thing on Josh Dobbs. Dobbs back to pass on third down. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. He is basically making his career as the, well, man, we're out of options. We need you, quarterback. Earlier on the show, co-host of FanDuel TV's Run It Back. Michelle Beadle. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer Charles Woodson. NFL Network Analyst Brian Baldinger. And now, sitting in for it, it's Andrew Siciliano. On a positive Tuesday, we are nothing but back slapping <laughs> and big jokes and Happy positivity. Today, a lot of giggles today, man. Today. No, no, we mean that. I mean that. I am not joking. No, we're having fun. We, we are we are having fun well, we today. We are joking. You know, that's what's making it fun. And I'll, I'll say this to, to Brockman, to Jason, to TJ, to Hoskins, to Liz, to Sarah, to Erica, to everyone who's working here today. Um, it is great to, to work. With people that you can laugh with and, and oh, you yeah. love working with. And I'm lucky to have that at NFL Network as well. Steve White and yours truly doing game day final or yeah, game day final, right? That's what we call the show. Game day final last night on NFL Network after the Chargers beat the Jets. And then you guys here today. I'm the luckiest guy on earth. Today, 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 I consider myself, self, self, <laughs> the luckiest man, man, man on earth, earth, earth. In all seriousness, Charles Woodson coming up in about an hour. Michigan man, Hall of Famer, and the subject of MGM's NFL icons. MGM Plus set to air, voiced, by the way, by Rich. And Brian Baldinger will be here coming up next hour. The world's most interesting former offensive lineman. Brian Baldinger, world traveler, presenter of Baldy Breakdowns, Baldy's Breakdowns. On the Twitter and the Instagram. Those you, are so good. He, he is so good. Those are so good. Sometimes man. his camera works a little shaky. <laughs> like sometimes he forgets to edit the video. And then you see, like all of a sudden he he drops the iPhone and you're looking at his 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 flip-flops and his bare feet. And that's on the end of the video after, you know, he breaks <laughs> down Keenan Allen's big catch. But regardless. Anyway, sitting in here for Rich, I'm told is ready in Berlin after a day of what looked like rich, fantastic Ama- tourism. Amazing sightseeing. Live from ah. Germany. Happy Tuesday to you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm uh, chiming in uh, right around dinner time, Tuesday night. Um, kind of you to, you know, talk about uh, my day of, uh, of getting out and about. And part of the reason why I was able to do it is because I slept <laughs> like a baby. Um, I did. I, I told you guys. I told you when you're like, hey, yeah. the, the Jets game, what time does that start your time? 2 a.m. You're going to stay up for it? And I gave you the two words. Hell no. Hell to the, <laughs> Those no. Are the two words. thing you've ever yeah. done. No, no, because Genius. I thought there was a great chance of some sort of reverting to the offensive mean um, or, you know, just 2022 roosting on the Jets offense all over again. And sure enough, I uh, I woke up this morning. Um, and I, you know, grabbed my phone, put on my glasses, looked at it and saw that, saw the headline that the uh, Jets uh, referring to their offensive output as quote unquote inexcusable. Mm. And I'll be straight up with you. Uh, I might have awakened the people here in my hotel just mm. laughing because I'm like, yep, <laughs> yep. Because why would they uh, struggle against a team that has uh, one of the worst defenses in the NFL statistically, despite having talent all over the lot why why uh why why would they struggle when they got Brees hall and they've got garrett wilson and they've got you know zach wilson playing statistically well of late and then the tape heads like uh kurt warner uh, my colleague in the booth from this past weekend dan orlovsky uh, we had daniel jeremiah who i adore and uh respect greatly saying you know zach is making throws and getting put in situations that are very difficult for him to actually uh, go ahead and uh, and convert. And um, sure enough, that's what happened last night. And so 27 to 6 is the final score. And I got to tell you, um, at that point, I'm like, all right, I'll just look at the, the highlights of it and see all the all 22 types, including Orlovsky, show offensive schemes that weren't good enough and throws that weren't good enough. And everybody, everybody chipped in fumbles by Zach and uh, Garrett with a with a drop. Right. There was a drop in the end zone. 
yeah. uh, as well by the Jets. It was a whole host of, uh, you know, slipping up. And um, I, I honestly thought this to myself, guys. I don't know if you discussed it earlier. But how in the world does a team like the Jets, with as smart of people in the room, including Aaron Rodgers, I, I assume he's not in the room, but he's in the Zoom. So how how are we how are we struggling? How are we having this sort of problem? How are we not getting better appreciably? We saw it. We saw it. We saw it starting against Kansas City of all teams and of all games on a on a Sunday night against the Chiefs defense that I just saw hold down to a pretty damn well here in Germany. And and they've been doing it. I mentioned how this is a team that has one of the top defenses in the NFL. Saw saw them beginning to improve and then winning in Denver. And then, I, I mean, uh, this is one of the two things I thought waking up this morning uh, is the Eagles have to be looking at this saying, how the hell do we lose to this team? How the hell is this the team that we lost our one game to? That's number one. And the other one, just to complete the thought that I've been talking about over the last couple of minutes, how does this team struggle with all these smart people in the room or in the Zoom? And... Somebody who has to explain basically his name to people, uh, learn the names of the people he's throwing to, um, bring the offensive line around him in the middle of a game. You know, live football, if you will, bullets flying. Uh, Have to bring them together in the middle of a game to tell them, this is my cadence. This is what it sounds like. How does that guy and Josh Dobbs show straight up to Minnesota and put damn near all 31 of those points against Atlanta in a good defense in its own right. How does he do that for the Minnesota Vikings in just five days? And this guy and Zach Wilson and this offense with Nathaniel Hackett and this offense with all those talented players looks like that on Monday night. I don't think there's an answer for it. I don't know if the answer is out there, but I saw what you tweeted out, Chris. And, um, you know, and I'm sure Jets fans are sitting around saying, could have had Josh Dobbs here too. If you want to cough up what, like a six, they coughed up a six to uh, yep. to uh, Arizona for him. He was available. He's sitting out there. Why didn't you go do that to try and uh, at least put some pressure on Zach, or at least take some pressure off him? And um, I saw that tweet, and it's a very good thought to be straight up with you, Chris. Because why, if he did that in Minnesota in the middle of a game that he wasn't even starting, and he just got there to Minnesota, and he looked like that. And he's getting game balls and hosannas in a locker room um, like he got in Minnesota. And Zach Wilson in this offense has got to go back to an otherwise championship-ready defense and go, my bad, once again. It's just a total, complete, to use the sports talk phrase, abomination on that front. The three-game winning streak right before uh, before the trade deadline was fool's gold, right? It lulled well, them I mean, it rich into this, this idea moment. that they could survive and get there. Maybe. And I think part of the reason of this, too, uh, is is also it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers that that basically right now, um, <laughs> I can't. And the reason why I say it's Aaron Rodgers is that they have him in their mind's eye. They spent the trade deadline not going after Josh Dobbs, but apparently going after Devontae Adams to try and bring him here. And in a way, I see what I saw last night, and I understand he didn't light it up with Aiden O'Connell right there, but he has the same number of wins right now as these New York Jets have right now. And that's a, that's a you know, it, it's when I say Aaron Rodgers, I'm not putting any blame on him. I'm saying that they are still putting all their eggs in his basket to return this year to the point where, um, you know, uh, Robert Sala was asked, are you going to replace the play caller? And he said, no. And part of the reason why is because that guy on the screen right there wouldn't appreciate it, wouldn't like it, that that's his guy right there. And he's got to turn to his guy and basically say, do you see that I have no crutches on? Do you see that I'm flinging the ball 50 yards, although nobody's rushing me and I'm not going to get hit? But do you see this? If you want me back, everybody in here, he even told McAfee the Jets have to be, quote unquote, alive for him to do that. And the problem for them is now they had an opportunity to be a half game out of first and in front of one of the teams that they've already beaten in the Buffalo bills. Now they're behind the Buffalo bills. They have to leapfrog them. Now they're going to be behind the uh, Los Angeles chargers on the, in this playoff hunt. This team could have been seventh in this playoff picture. Instead, they are 11th behind the Texans and the chargers and the bills. This makes them less 
possible to be alive for Aaron Rodgers. This makes them less in the mix later on this year. And the reason for this is based on all the all 22 guys that I see is there is zero imagination. There is zero pre-snap motion. Pretty much. There is nothing that the jets are doing to create some sort of havoc and question for the Los Angeles chargers defense. And the question is why, why? And the one last thing on Rogers, while I'm just on a roll here, um, I hope he's, I hope he's coming back. I heard, you know, overheard him say that uh, he told Derwin James, give me a few weeks. When Derwin James says, are you coming back? Uh, it would make, obviously, this season that much more interesting. All the Jets have to do is hover around that seventh and final playoff spot for this to possibly happen. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Did you see the shoes he was wearing last yeah. night? Did you see those? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, th- those are the shoes I wear when I've got lower back pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, like, th- th- they look like the athletic equivalent of whatever DeSantis is wearing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, You're right. I, I, you know, like I, 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 I so I, I can't really put too much. It's it is election day, right? Yeah. So I can't put too much <laughs> off here mid-term. stock in any of this. I hope this is there to ha- actually help him, um, you know, get back because, man, last night, it's just a friggin' shame seeing this defense ball out and do to Justin Herbert things that doesn't really usually happen to Justin Herbert. And they did give up a couple of touchdowns to Eckler, but that one at the end was just window dressing, man. Um, You can't keep three and outing your defense back on the field and expect results. And the Jets defense keeps giving you results and they are balling out. And I hope that that vaunted brotherhood feeling that they keep talking about and, and, and truly mean uh, I'm not, when I say keep talking about doesn't mean that uh, it doesn't exist. It does. They need it because off of a loss like that, that is beyond deflating. And now they're going to go to, to to Vegas where the Raiders feel like, you know, they've just been liberated. Um, and and then, you know, they have to go to Buffalo and then Miami. It, it doesn't look good. That's a that that is a, a crucial loss that the Jets suffered last night. And, and then I guess let me just say this for the Chargers. They are now in the realm of, OK, that's two in a row. But who is it against? Right. Uh, again, that Jets defense is nothing to sneeze at. That is something that they that they they did their best to get through. And they're playmakers. I mean, good to see Eckler back in the end zone a couple of times like that. That catch I saw Keenan Allen make mm, last night mm, mm, mm. is truly one of the best that's out there. Um, and then the defense has got guys all over the map that you have to tip your cap to. That when you've got a struggling offense that doesn't appear to be throwing much imagination your way, take care of business on the road in front of the whole country like that. Line of the night from Troy Aikman saying Robert Sala is you know surprised that his 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 beard wasn't turning gray because mine certainly would have if I was staying up till four thirty in the morning watching that. Yeah, but Troy Troy was on a bender, Rich. Uh, Troy was going all in. You could sense his disgust in the first quarter, and by the end of the game, he was he was ripping. And he made the point. He goes, everyone says wait until Aaron Rodgers comes back. He goes, I don't think it matters. He goes, this is a bad team. He goes, it's a bad team with a good defense, but I don't know how much better they would be with Aaron Rodgers. And as for those shoes, I I told these guys, I I spoke to Aaron, saw him briefly at the Breeders' Cup here in in Santa Anita Ah. in Southern California on Saturday. He's moving just fine. You know, he gave me the same what he tells everyone. Yeah, you know, I'm getting better, I'm getting better. But those are kind of those those shoes your your grandfather would wear, you know? walking around the house they're they're not meant for playing football but he's moving fine like anybody who just walked in and didn't know the guy in the purple suit was they wouldn't look at him and go wow that guy's really dragging his leg he looks fine which is great no one is chasing him really i mean because you know uh again the team that i just saw lose here uh the miami dolphins are um are a team that uh leads the league in quarterback hits um, when, when you put the jet schedule up again, one more time, if you don't mind, I think they have, uh, the dolphins late in the season. Actually, no, that's not true. They have the dolphins on black Friday and he won't right. be back for that. How about, how about that one? Let's just say he comes back. What Cleveland? Really? You're going to have a guy that, that's that a is TNF let, game too. Let, let's do, do, do the math. That's uh two months away, eight weeks removed from wearing shoes like that, uh, to having miles Garrett come after you three days after okay. Christmas on TNF. All right. Okay. You no, know what I mean? No like chance. I, I, I just don't know if that is even smart for him. Exactly. Even smart for him because if he does want to play next year and the Jets are uh, clearly keeping the, the light on for him in, in ways that 
that, um, you know, they're bending over backwards. They damn near, they, I, I can't, how much, do you know how much Devontae Adams must have cost the Jets if they, if, if the Raiders actually said yes? Honestly, don't you think it would have been at least a one back to, to, to Vegas for him? I mean, uh, can you imagine the happen? look on Devontae's face last night too of Zach Wilson overthrew him three times? Oh. <laughs> I, I, I think he's, He's fortunate on that. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to go full Namath here, man. I, I, cause again, I, I, I just don't know. Uh, again, um, I, I'm not a film guy. Uh, the, the film guys are really laying it on Nathaniel Hackett's feet today. And, um, and so they've got, uh, they've got a short week. Here comes Vegas. Maybe they could turn around and look great. I mean, it's crazy. Things have happened in that town. I'm sure. sure. So um, there you have it. As for the playoff you know. seating. Um, yes, sir. Just, just one little, uh, one little yeah. thing. The guys in NFL Network Research crunched the numbers last night doing game day final, like what could have and, and what might happen. They actually would have jumped to the sixth spot last night. Cleveland would have gone to seven. They would have had Cleveland okay. on conference record. So they would have been in the sixth spot this morning and feeling look, good. They'd now, come, the, the one look, thing is they're only the, game back in the win column for what I it's worth. It. Look, look, but brother, they've come back from their bye week with a lucky win over the Giants. Yeah, And then last night. There's no reason to sit here and think this team is in any way, shape, or form uh, ready to make a run. Uh, you know, take a look at the quarterbacks in front of them. Give me one that you would take Zach Wilson over. Give me one. Uh, on I, wouldn't. I wouldn't. You nope. wouldn't. I you would wouldn't. It, Herbert, Stroud, Allen, Burrow, uh, Deshaun, um, then Pickett. You know, you you you. You'd have to, you'd have to, you know, pause there for a split second, and then look at his fourth quarter numbers: Tua, Trevor Lawrence, and then Lamar and Mahomes. Forget it. You know, I, I'm not saying it's over. They're four and four. There's lots more to be played. Can he go on some sort of a run or a tear? I'm just wondering why Josh Dobbs is able to do it in a 48 hour period. Maybe it's because he is the astronaut. As he's apparently the being called right now. It's amazing. I like, you know, I like that. The, I love that. That's great. Yes, that's the pastronaut. Apparently, is uh, is a nickname being thrown out for him, because he's uh, he's brilliant. He's a rocket scientist. That's why he's able to to do this on short notice. Kevin O'Connell can get in his ear and say that guy's running a post to your right. The guy on your left is running, you know, a curl route. Go for it, uh, kid. And then he can start. He can turn into you know Lamar Jackson. Uh, again, I, I, I'm I'm. I'm um, all I'm saying is I'm very thankful that I was able to stroll around here in Berlin today uh, feeling good um, because I was not uh, uh, battling, you know, 90 minutes rest because I stayed up for that last night. N not to rub it in. Um, no, because I'm not. But it, it did have that. No, this no, guy. no. Seriously, that was an awkward yes. preface. Let me explain what I'm going to say. They were in it. And, and that's. What I know no, is sure frustrating is the entire game. Was, Brockman, you and I were texting about forever. this. And it's 14 to nothing. Like, all they need is just that one touchdown. Get that one yeah. score. Yeah. And then you go into the fourth quarter, and you're just waiting for the strip sack. Yeah. You're waiting for the tip. You're waiting for yeah. the deflect, you know, the deflection, the overthrow. Like, we're in it. But they couldn't. And, and that's all you were begging for. And the fact that you mentioned the Kansas City game, since the Kansas City game, they have three touchdowns. They've no, been on one play drives. I know. One play that's drives. Bad. So uh, I'm sure you got the rest of your show to go. I just want to tell you what I got on tap for tomorrow because you're not going to believe it. No, let's do it. Oh, what do you got? Okay. Because, you know, I, I strolled around uh, Berlin today. Um, looked taking awesome. Pictures. I went to a museum. I actually saw for artifacts. You. It was great yeah. for you. I loved it. The Brandenburg Gate, um, and again, I, I when I strolled through that, I'm like, you know what? Like 60 years ago, mm -hmm. couldn't do this right now. Couldn't do this. Obviously, I was thinking to myself, you know, like 90 years ago, uh, I wouldn't be able to just be walking around in the city at all. Um, but in going to see these incredible artifacts and and what have you, and again, walking through the Brandenburg Gate, where you know, uh, East and West Berlin um, was divided uh, by a wall. Again, it reminds me to tell everyone to go out and vote today it is election day um that's a, a public service message but uh, tomorrow the reason why i went to the museum is because um susie who's uh sitting in the host chair the next two days um she says uh she's going to ask around for a guide uh for me to stroll around the town the stroll be the the key word she came back with a bike tour of berlin oh very cool and uh yeah well that's just you know <laughs> um 
not my bag. Yeah, do you, know? you, like, do you bike, maybe not. Rich? I mean, uh, I haven't known you to yeah, be a biker. I love it. Siciliano, I love it. You're, you're a sweetheart. You're like, that's a good idea because maybe that's the sort of thing that you are. Now Now TJ's on the screen because TJ knows uh, as well. Now, it wouldn't be my uh, default to, you know, grab a bike and, uh, you know, start pedaling. scoot around town like, like that. But, you know, uh, again, Suze is uh, saying, you know, hey, get out of your comfort zone. Yep. You should go. You should do this sort of thing. So I am oh. tomorrow. Hopping on the bike? Going on a bike tour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah buddy. Look at Stanza, Rich. Do, do the opposite of what you would normally do. That's what I'm this doing. I'm here, right? I'm here. I'm going to museums. You're here. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Instagramming out artifacts. What else are you going to do? Instead of food. I'm still waiting for the pretzel picks. Don't let Brockman bully you. Yeah, when not I know. I haven't those. done that. I haven't done that here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I've uh, I got that coming up um, tomorrow. Right. So wish nice. me luck. Good luck. Uh, Good luck. Got it's apparently it's apparently 12 kilometers. Already looked it up. That's over seven miles of biking. That's not very far. That's flat. That's flat. Nothing. Uh, that's a it's stage a for me. Let's put it that miracle. way. <laughs> Rich, what was That'll with the uh, what was with the winter attire today? I looked up the temperature. It was only in the mid fifties. No, sir. You it was uh, it was in the uh, low forties. In the in the in the shade. What do you mean? What what are you talking about? What are you giving me crap for this? It was cold. <laughs> it was cold. I was cold. I want you to know, about? Rich. He, he gave you grief <laughs> earlier. Said it was nice, I, but I said for what? I, no, no, no. Brockman said it doesn't look that cold, and I said, yeah, I said it didn't "Who look cares? That cold. Hold on. Who cares if it's cold? That that scarf and that hat go well together. That's a good look. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm I'm bringing you know. Uh, I'm bringing my A game here to Berlin. I'm just you know surprised I mean? you weren't wearing a giant logoed Rich Eisen show hat. That's all. <laughs> I'm actually disappointed that you weren't. That's because we don't have that gear yet. Um, <laughs> yet. You know, next year, next year in Munich. Um, you know, hey, listen, tomorrow I'll be biking. Uh, I don't know if that lid goes on underneath the helmet. It may not be a good look for me, but I'm doing it. That's tomorrow. Nice. That's, um, tomorrow. So That's a tease right there. Tomorrow. Yeah, so All right. that'll be fun. Susie will be on tomorrow. <laughs> and I'll give you the contents of my bike tour. Can't wait. Uh, That's going to be Three good. and a half hours, 12 kilometers. Wear no a helmet. Breaks. Wear a helmet. Yeah, wear a helmet. Take lots of pics. Oh, I got my helmet. Yeah, I'll get my yeah. helmet. Safety All right. first. Yeah. All right, guys. And you so. got to see that. And if you were at the Brandenburg Gate, you got to see the hotel where Blanket was hanging out of the balcony with Michael Jackson. Oh, is that the one? Yes. <laughs> Yes. What's the name of the hotel? I forget the name, but if you're facing the gate the way you were. Is that the but, Hotel de Rome? Is that what I passed by one that looked like it? Let's see. Let me, Let me tell you, TJ's walking tour of Berlin, probably a little bit different than the yes, one sorry, you're going to get. Yes, <laughs> the biking tour of all of Michael Jackson's weird Berlin moments. Yes. That'll be tomorrow. Yes. You know, I don't know what the hotel was, was, but baby. that's it. Thank you no, very this much. This was called the, the Hotel Adlon. Kapinski. Okay. In Berlin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I did pass by that one. Yeah. Okay. And there should be a <laughs> oh Starbucks gosh. across the street. I mean, yeah, there's I saw a Starbucks it. on every corner in Berlin. Well, I, mean, uh, I, I, I was, was there like 20 years ago. And they speak better but... English than us when oh, you walk fantastic. in. Fantastic. I think I'll go past that on speed four. Tomorrow. <laughs> speed four. Or is it, is it gear? gear? Is it gear four? Gear. Be careful on oh the cobblestone streets. What am I there doing? Bikes. Yeah. What am I doing? I'm getting out of my comfort zone. That's what I'm That's doing. That's what you do. That's what travel's all about. Do it, Rich. Do it. That's Do awesome. It. Do, Do it. it. Do it. Thank Do you. It. Very good. All right, guys. All right. Have a good rest of your show. All right. All right. Likewise. You, Be good. safe. Good day, uh, sir. Power rankings Enjoy tomorrow if I'm in one piece. Yes. <laughs> I do think it's cool, honestly. It Getting cool. out of your comfort zone when traveling is always a good thing, whether it's walking into a restaurant you would never walk into if you were in the States or a museum or a bike tour. Like, it's good. It, it, it's always a good experience. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you, you don't want to go there and eat the same food you eat at home. You don't want to go. Don't don't go to a, like, hey, I love my Starbucks. But, like, when you're overseas. Like, don't go to a Starbucks. But, yeah, you could try the local coffee yeah. shop, right? But, yes, I have been to a Starbucks in Berlin because there was right one right next to my hotel. And I walked in, hadn't said a word, had not said a word. And the girl behind the counter looked up and said in perfect, in better English than I speak, uh, hey, how you doing? What do you need? <laughs> it's like they have their radar. They know you're American oh, yeah, before you know. walk in. Same thing in Amsterdam, yeah, where they speak better English voice. than we do. You yep. walk in, they can tell. They know you're American. Immediately. Right away. Yeah. Hey, what can I get you? Oh. Who, me? Sure. Talking to me? <laughs> yeah, you. What do, what do you need? What do you, what do you got? I'm like, oh. 
Speaking of bikes, the okay. amount of bikes in, in, in Amsterdam. It was just I, I was in amazed. Amsterdam, yeah. yeah. But you got to be careful as you're a pedestrian in any city in Europe. They will run you over. Would, yeah. Like you got to be careful. <laughs> There's the bike lane over there. And if you're just meandering off the sidewalk and walk into the bike lane. You're getting yelled at. That. Not, you're getting run over. You're getting That's run over. True. They will hit and you. And then you're getting yelled at. Yeah. And then it's like ding, 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 ding. You got hear the ding, 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 Const- ding, ding. Constantly. What's that ding? Why is it dinging? Ding, 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 ding. What? What is that? Yep. And then pow. Splat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Positive. Splat. Coming up next. Positive Tuesday. Splat. <laughs> Coming up next. <laughs> James Harden is the system. How'd the system do last night? Well. That's coming up next on the Rich Eisen <laughs> Show on a positive Tuesday. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed you told a story about the genesis of all right, all right. Yes. All right. Here's where that comes from. So, okay. days confused. Yes. Genius film. I'm in the right bar at the right time. Mm-hmm. And a guy goes, hey, you ever done any acting? You might be right, just right for this part. <laughs> Legendary cast director and producer Don Phillips. I come back, and they do what's called a makeup and wardrobe test, meaning they're shooting another scene one night. I'm just going to show up. Director's going to step off the set and come and look and go, mm-hmm. great. I approve. Well, he comes and looks. He goes, geez, this is Wooderson. It's great. He goes, listen, uh, you're not scheduled to work tonight, but we're over here at the Top Notch drive-thru, and you think Wooderson might want to pick up on the red-headed intellectual, Jack? And I'm like, sure. And he goes, want to shoot it? I'm like, sure. So I go get in the car. I'm about to shoot my first scene ever in a film. Of your career. Of my career. And um, I had been listening to a lot of, 70s rock and roll at that time. And there was a certain live recording of a Jim Morrison concert in like Amsterdam or somewhere where he barks at the crowd, all right, all right, all right, all right, four times real aggressively though. I'm not thinking about that, but this comes back. So I'm in the car and I'm like, who's my man? I'm nervous. I'm about to hear act, who's my man? Who's Wooderson? I said, well, I'm about my car. And I go, well, I'm in my 70s Chevelle, yes. there's one. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm about getting high. I said, well, Slater's riding shotgun. You know he's got a Dubois rolled up. <laughs> there's two. And I said, and I'm about rock and roll. And I said, well, I got Nugent Stranglehold in the eight track, man. There's three and I hear action. And I look up and in my mind I go, and I'm about chicks. I got three out of four, let's go get the fourth. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. So First confused. word I ever said on screen. All right. Good stuff there. Hey.
It's the hey. Rich Eisen Show. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> this is the Rich Eisen Show desk. It's lovely. Love the top. It's see-through. Can see through to the screen. It is a well-made piece of furnishing. Yeah, buddy. It's furnished by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call or click Granger.com. Anybody watch the NBA last night? Sure, sure did. did. Okay. So I hear Joel Embiid went off for 48, including a Sixers record 29 in one quarter. That's pretty cool. Saw the Indiana Pacers scored a 1980s-like total of 152 <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. last night. I mean, not to give short shrift to the Sixers, who put up 146. Embiid only played three quarters as well. I know. How about the fact that the Knicks beat the Clippers 111 to 97? I am not judging the Clippers on only one James Harden appearance. That's my job. He went six <laughs> of nine from the field. It's not like he took 28 shots. It's not like he dominated the ball. 31 minutes, only nine attempts. Okay. But the result wasn't there. I was watching Aaron Rodgers warm up, throw 50-yard passes in orthotics at MetLife. <laughs> what I missed from this, did it work? Doesn't look like it. I mean, after one game. Oh, no, no. You're the Clipper defender. Brockman, did it work? I have no idea. I didn't see a single second of this. I'm literally just looking at the box score. Uh, look, all four guys uh, scored in double figures. Paul George, don't like the two of 11. Yeah, Again, he, I'm just, he an off game. just looking at the box score. Well, from, uh, from watching it, I can tell you that, you know, you could tell Zoo, Zoo our center, he was not used to getting. And I think I may have texted text my boy this. James was dropping dimes early. And probably positions and places that Zubots wasn't used to getting the ball. Sure. So you could tell there were three times in particular where he should have taken the ball and went to the rack and he kind of froze. I don't think he was used to getting the ball in that position. So I think that's going to take time. Harden didn't go out there looking to, to force shots. He went out there really to, you know, be a playmaker. So to- who, who's playing the one in this? Because they all started together. Harden, Westbrook, Kawhi, Paul George, and you mentioned Zubot. So who is kind of running the show? Yesterday it seemed like Russ was primarily bringing the ball up the court for the majority of the game. Because he played well. He shot 8 of 13. Yeah, I mean, look, it was a lot of turnovers for the Clippers yesterday, guys. A lot of shots, Andrew. They had wide open looks. They just – shots weren't falling. 22 turnovers. 22 turnovers. Um, But, yeah, Harden did definitely go out there and try to be a distributor. Now, is that going to continue? How's this going to work? I don't know, but I think it's obviously it's going to take some time. There's the first game that those those guys have played together, so I, I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt and the let's let this play out. Let let's see. But I it, like you said, only nine shots. It wasn't like he was going up there, you know, just looking to, for his own shot. He was looking to get everyone involved. What I just did, which is step aside. To you, TJ, somebody who watched the game, who cared about the game, who could give legitimate analysis, is what is not going to happen <laughs> on the majority of shows that you watch. Oh, definitely not. We, well, yeah, we know how that works. And this is, by I think all the screaming heads, doomed to failure. So every time the Clippers go out there, almost like what we were talking about with Beetle before, with the Cowboys. Bear with me. I know the Clippers are not the Cowboys. But it's this, well, they lost, or even if they won, did it look right? Did James Harden miss too many shots? Look at his body language. It's almost like a circus. And I know that it is not the number one NBA story out there. I am just fascinated to see, A, how it goes, and B, how it is covered. Speaking of how things are covered, while watching the Jets and the Chargers last night, I did see this tweet as the Lakers were in Miami battling the heat. Chris, would you like to read this aloud? Sure. It's from Sham Sharanya, uh, our friend, insider. Lakers star Anthony Davis had a spasm of his groin and is attempting to see if he can return for the second half versus heat. Her sources. Well, I had to read that four spasm. times yesterday. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> of his groin, of his groin, of his groin. I've never heard that in my entire Me neither. life. A spasm of his groin. No idea. 
What does that mean? All I know is we're watching the game at Did work last night and somebody read this tweet out loud. <laughs> what? And we all just went, what? How about this? Anthony Davis aggravated a groin injury. He's attempting to play the second. <laughs> is Shams just... Shams just messing with us at this point? <laughs> like, that's a very interesting way to word that. I, I'm driving in here today. <laughs> I'm on the phone with Hoskins, Michael Hoskins, our producer in the other room. And I said, hey, uh, pull up Shams' tweet from last night. No, I didn't see that. Okay. Pulls it up. And literally all I hear is, <laughs> I don't know what that is. I've never heard an injury described like that. Put it this way, if Jay Glazer came on Fox and it was Fox's pregame show on Sunday and said, Hey guys, I know he wasn't on the injury report, but Patrick Mahomes is having a spasm in his groin this morning. A spasm of his groin groin. this morning. That's what the weird he may not be able to go because again, repeat, he's having scoopage, a spasm. Of his groin. <laughs> Gotta have scoopage there. My, my groin is spasming. No. Of. Uh, of. <laughs> of. Not around. No, not around. Not in. <laughs> no. Not on. Of. Not near. Oh. Pick a preposition. <laughs> of. Not like a bulging disc. <laughs> a bulging what? <laughs> well, the kids Google it. One of the greatest sports center things of shout all out time. Steve Weeby. Hey, Chris, can I can I just give a shout out to some? We were talking about the Clipper game. You know, I think last week when the trade went through, yep. we were talking about what this might mean for the Clippers. This just goes to like some of our YouTube fans who. Yeah, we are football heavy here. We know that. But a lot of times we talk basketball and people act like, these guys don't know what they're talking about. So oh, Rich, I admit sometimes I, I, I don't watch that but, much. But so, TJ, we watch a lot of basketball. But so Rich says this <laughs> last week. He said about P.J. Tucker, he specifically said at some point P.J. Tucker is going to sit in the corner, hit a three, and win a big game, right? Sure. There were so many comments on our YouTube under that video that you guys are crazy. PJ Tucker doesn't do it, blah, blah, blah. Do you know the stat from last night was since 2006, no NBA player has taken or made more corner threes than PJ Tucker? And yet, when we said it, everyone come in the comments like, he doesn't shoot corner threes. You guys don't know what you're no, talking but that, about. That's also basketball Twitter, too. I mean, you you want to get an argument going. I mean, basketball's the greatest conversation piece where this guy's better than that piece. This team's, or this guy's better than that guy. This team's better than that team. Like, it's anything you say. I mean, oh, absolutely. Anything you like calling a Hall of Famer a Hall of Famer. Uh uh, somebody else is better. (laughs) I just said he was a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but these five guys were better. I don't care. (laughs) I just mean, in Springfield, (laughs) there's a little setup for him. Speaking of his accomplishments, yeah, but somebody else is better. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Gotta love it. He would have whooped his ass in his prime. I didn't say he wouldn't. (laughs) Just, yeah. No, look, I do watch the NBA. I'll be honest with you. I I watch TNT Thursdays more than I watch the rest of the NBA schedule. I used to. Full disclosure, like when I did a daily show like this and I did one for over a decade, yeah, I watched the NBA every night. When I did 710 Los Angeles here, local radio, the Lakers station, Lakers. I watched the NBA every single night because Tom Brady could throw 11 touchdowns on Thursday night football and Friday morning we were previewing the Lakers game that night in Orlando. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's what we were doing. So I had to watch the NBA all the time. It it is hard. I mean, look, we're not taking ditches here to when your job is only one thing, football, to watch everything every night and maintain a life at home. That is why. And I mean this. I'm not just saying this to kiss his rear end because he's in Germany and I like doing the show when he is not here. That is it's really hard to do this show as rich or anyone. Anyone on the other shows, pick your favorite national talk show host to be a master of everything, to be able to have that conversation. Um, it, it's 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 a lot of information. Tough, you're a lot, it's, lot it's, of it's information. A lot of, it's a lot, lot of a lot, lot of, of opinions. A lot of yeah. And I'm glad you you admit that, Andrew, because a lot of times these guys on these shows will get 
in situations where they argue and make it seem like they've watched everything. It's and like, then it goes viral no, when, you, when they say something wrong. Your show yeah. comes on at you know 6 a.m. Eastern. Therefore, you were not up watching the Clippers game last night. So why make it seem like you were? But some of these guys really will make it seem like they watch each and every, it's impossible. And some people do. Some people uh, sit in their basements and they watch everything and they, you know, they don't know their family. That's fine. <laughs> if that's how you want to do it, that's why I really do mean it. Like for Rich to be a a master in the NFL, right? To be at this, the top of his profession and come in here and have opinions as as to to how Bruce Bochy worked his bullpen the night before. It's hard to do again. Yeah. None of us are digging ditches here. We're watching sports. We're really, really, really grateful for it. But Somebody's got to do it, yeah. Andrew. It might as well be right. me. <laughs> when, when I got out of the national talk show every day kind of thing and realized my job was Red Zone Channel and NFL Network every day, then that, that's what your primary focus yeah, it is. Becomes your I'll world. watch the NBA, but I'm, I'm not going to expend the emotional energy into You're it. also a huge baseball fan. I'm a huge baseball fan. I watch the Guardians knee the Indians every right. night. Right. Right. But playing fantasy helps. Yeah. Playing fantasy helps you stay on top of all these things. Anyway, I digress. Speaking of the National Football League, Mike Tomlin was on one this morning. <laughs> what Mike Tomlin had to say about his wide receiver that took all his Steelers stuff off of Instagram. Next. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Do you not believe the tuck rule was appropriately applied as it was written in the rulebook? I do not. I do not. I watch the news a lot. You know, a lot of times you'll have, you know, two economists on, t- on television, and they'll be talking about their economy. One will say the economy is doing great, mm-hmm. and one will say it's in the tank. But you're like, oh, these are economists. They both have the same facts and figures, same numbers. How can they have differences of opinion, right? Two plus two is four. In our case, two plus two mm-hmm. is still four, but they added one. So two plus two equaled five. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they were able to add their own interpretation into it. So they took a play, two plus two is four, mm-hmm. a fumble. They added their own interpretation and made it into an uh, incomplete pass. So if me and you were in a court of law mm-hmm. and you're arguing that his arm was going forward. Mm-hmm. I would say, well, show me the part where his arm's going forward. You would show the tape. You see his arm going forward, and then you'd bring it back. And then I say, well, tell me when did he fumble? Did he fumble while his arm was going forward? And you would have to tell me, uh, no. He brought it when he brought it back into his body. Hence the tuck rule. Correct? Yes. Okay. So was he bringing it back into his body, or was it into his body? 
So there's 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 a technicality to it. Hey, look, so the, he's not he wasn't bringing the ball back into his body. When I hit him, he had it, both hands on the ball. It's in his body. He ain't bringing it back into his body. It's a fumble. Two plus two is four, unless you add one. See, and I, then it's five. See, I thought you meant two plus two is five because that's so many Super Bowls Tom Brady has won. Oh. I like that. I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. I, I, I love the fact that he's won five Super Bowls. I'm happy, and I'm actually happy for him. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Charles this guy. hates my guy. <laughs> Charles is going to beat you up one day, man. <laughs> now. I would pay to see that fight. We're talking off there how I don't watch the fight game much anymore. I'd pay uh, to see that fight. Well, me versus Charles Woodson? Yeah. <laughs> Why? That would not be fair. Not that I want to see you injured. Thank well, you. that's what we're saying. I'd I mean, like to see that fight. Thank you. <laughs> You'd be entertaining. Is this, is this for the monkey story joke? <laughs> you can't get over that. <laughs> Brockman did say I'm not much bigger than a monkey earlier. No, that's, that's not, not what, what he said. That's not what I said. That's not what he said. What did you say? You just said know. you were short. I just said you're a little guy. A little guy. I am. You said the monkeys were little guys, and I was like, I was well, being chased by monkeys. You're kind of a little guy. Yes. It's <laughs> okay. Charles Woodson joins us coming up in about 15 minutes. He is a winemaker. Have you had his wine? Yes, and his bourbon. Very, very oh, good. baby. Oh, I haven't had the bourbon. Very delicious. I'm going to write this down and ask about it. There might be yes. a bottle here somewhere. There actually good. is, I think. Um, you know how much I like his wine? So I, I never check bags. Intercept wines? I refuse to check bags. Same? Ever. Ever, ever, ever. It makes me angry to check bags. <laughs> Coming home to the Super Bowl meant some years ago, the, the Minneapolis Super Bowl... I had a bottle of Charles Woodson's wine that was given to me, Intercept wine. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to leave it here. I had to check a bag. I checked a bag just for his wine. Worth it. <laughs> Such a hard life I live. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I know. All right, let's get to the uh, Steelers. Mike Tomlin is the only coach that speaks on Tuesday. Who cares, you ask? Well, we that cover the NFL know when the coaches speak. Mike Tomlin is alone. He has the stage at noon Eastern Every Tuesday. We haven't seen the Steelers since last Thursday when they beat Will Levis and the Tennessee Titans. They hung on fourth quarter as scripted. Kenny Pickens marches him down the field. They then force the interception there on the shot to the end zone with no time left or whatever. A few seconds left and they win the game. It was notable, however, after George Pickens was barely noticed by Kenny Pickens during that game. George Pickens, number 14, you know, Pickett to Pickens, that guy. Mercurial, let's call him wide receiver from Georgia that fell to the second round for, well, now you know why, <laughs> issues. George Pickens scrubbed the Steelers from his social media. The Steelers are now back on his social media, but this is the first time that Mike Tomlin had been asked about it since. How do you coach a young player not? Like breathing. It's easy. I know it's a cute story for you guys, but it is it is a pebble in my shoe, to be quite honest with you, in terms of the things that I have to do in an effort to get this group ready to play this week. Our focus is on the Green Bay Packers and what we're all going to do um, in this football game. Uh, and I can't state it any plainer than that. It's like reality television, the way you guys follow social media and write stories about it. He looks so pissed. <laughs> he's annoyed. <laughs> oh, man. So. Pebble in my shoe. I believe what he says, and I believe that he believes what he says. But what's left out there is, let's say, the video of when Deontay Johnson scored the touchdown, and he's celebrating like it's Shawshank because he hadn't scored a touchdown since, no joke, Ben Roethlisberger was quarterback. Yeah. And George Pickens, who lined up on the other side of the formation, touchdown went to the right, he lined up left, just turns his back and walks to the bench while everyone is celebrating. That was me, five yards on me. <laughs> Bing! Five dollars. Everyone is celebrating with Deontay Johnson, and George Pickens is just walking off. George Pickens was the first one in the locker room, the first to leave, by all accounts, by everyone covering the game. So that stuff is real. And George Pickens, who was the most talented receiver in last year's draft, fell to the second round for these reasons. That's why. You ask, why did he last to the second? Because of this. Talk to the people of Georgia. Not a bad guy, but, I mean, this stuff happens. This yep. is who he yep. is. Yep. Yep. So it is a legitimate question or line of questioning. 
I think, for Mike Tomlin. But I do give Tomlin credit. He finds a way to turn thing turns thing around. Turn take two. Use take two. Turn things around. A, it protects his player. B, it makes the media the bad guy. Mm-hmm. C, it changes the topic. So he's good at that. And yeah, I'd expect to see George Pickens get thrown at frequently this week when they play the Packers at Lambeau. Home game. No, 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 no. In, in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I beg your pardon. And Pittsburgh. Yes, it should be a Steeler victory. Packers, not a great team. The Steelers, however, have been outgained in eight consecutive games, the eight games they've played this year, and they're five and three somehow through. No idea how. Those eight games. Eventually, you would have to think there's a regression here and that their luck isn't always coming in and that they lose one of them. I just don't think this is the one in which it happens. But I love Mike Tomlin. We call him Tuesdays with Tomlin in the NFL Network newsroom here. You know, Usually his opening soliloquy is roughly between 10 and 12 minutes before he takes a question. He comes up with great phrases, and Al Michaels was referring to this during the broadcast last week, like division of labor. His availability will depend on his availability during the week. I'm messing it up, but things like that. He's no, awesome. He's great TV. We have a hit TV. list of Mike Tomlin drops. We're there. not going to apologize for winning. That, that's one of our favorite ones. <laughs> what Stay else by we got? Phone, man. I may need you. Keep, keep going, Jay. Play them all. Us uh, sucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was about. <laughs> What's that with the high wide damn agenda? I don't know. What that uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, his, they're great. We, I, I will let his availability be. I'll let his participation be our guide as to his availability. What does he say? We want uh, participants, not hostages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, we want volunteers, volunteers. volunteers not hostages. In the it. current geopolitical climate, maybe not the best line to use on the podium. Well, that was although two he did years. not yeah, use it. Was a couple of years ago. Yes, yeah. a couple of years. But he uses that line all the time. Yeah. He is a joy, and anyone that wants to hammer Mike Tomlin because he hasn't won enough. Super Bowls, go around and look at the other teams and what they are dealing with, and then call me back. So there's that. Never had a losing season. For George Pickens, and they have never had a losing season at any time. All right, other stuff around the NFL today. It is George George DeVito, Tommy DeVito, who's (laughs) moving forward as the Giants quarterback, and the Giants really are stuck here because we're beyond the trade deadline and no one's walking in that door. What are their options? Colt McCoy is an option. I'm just throwing the name out there. I, mean, I haven't look, mentioned Carson the New York Wentz media. Is still at home. Carson Wentz is an option. The idea that the Giants would go sign Carson Wentz. Think about that. Think about the Carson Wentz back page headlines. If the Giants were to go sign, it is not going to happen. I'm not saying they're tanking, but if you're the Giants and you're facing this proposition, Carson Wentz, let's see how many games we could win. Or if the draft were to happen right now, we're picking four. Why bother? Which one are you, which one are you choosing? Exactly. 